Bones are amazing things. They hold us up. They support us. They make us strong. But bones have other uses. In the past, bones were thrown by diviners, seeking out the mysteries of the future. Now the bones are cubes, made of plastic or resin, but they still reveal things to us as they fall from our fingers and rattle across the table. The story becomes clear. Welcome to Bone Thrower's Theater, an RPG actual play podcast. Alright, thank you very much for listening to this commentary episode of Bone Thrower's Theater. My name is Jordan, and I am the GM. Uh, this is Jeremy, uh, playing, usually, Grayson Digby. My name is Aaron. I have been playing Brother Benedict. I'm Mike. I have been playing Valentine Montague. I'm Jeff, and my usual character is Demetrius Norden, is who I usually play. I'm Johnny, and I used to be playing Byron Michael. Yeah, this is this is the first character that I've had die in one of my campaigns. And really, it was just, it came down to the dice. Yep, it I, truly did. I, I didn't want <laughs> to kill you. so bad. Yeah. Didn't want to kill you, but it happened. We started off rolling horribly. This yeah, whole yeah. Then, all of us. And all of us started off yeah. rolling horribly. And, and then, then I died, and everybody started rolling better. And then... <laughs> we got out of that pretty quickly. Yes, a series of successes to get us out I mean, of there. in the first hour of recording, when you spend... Double digits in hero points. <laughs> you know yes. the dice are not in your favor. I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I have them at my feet. See, <laughs> this is the most hero point spent in any game ever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's the thing with this game is like the dice can swing so much that mm-hmm. you really do need those hero points to make sure that you're successful. I want yes. you guys to be successful. You know that as written in the rules, you're only supposed to ever get one hero point at the start of a game. Mm-hmm. I, by giving you guys three, I, I've upped it up enough to make it interesting. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So, and we have a chance of success. I mean, and the funny <laughs> thing is, as many hero points as we spent, there's literally times towards the end, it's like, ooh, this is what I should do. My role is not going to be anywhere near enough, and mm-hmm. I have no more hero points. Yeah. So I cannot do this thing that I want to do. <laughs> yeah, and it forces you to be creative in different ways. You know, like, your character really likes to rely on stealth. But was not getting the role to magically induce the special ability and stuff. So you had to get creative with it. You know, it's like trying to get away from all sorts of nasties and everything. Poor Johnny spent all three of his <laughs> before he even got into the fight, it yeah. seems like. Yeah. yeah. And then he just got mowed over. I think yeah. there was one role where four out of five of us had yeah. to spend a hero point on the yeah. same the same role. Like yeah. we were all rolling for doing the same thing. It was a stealth check. Stealth, stealth yes. roll and yes. that's the one that I ended up failing. Yeah, yeah. where you had to climb where the tree. Where you climbed the tree. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Man. Dingham House. It's my favorite place to go. You guys, it's, it's not Valentine's favorite place to go. <laughs> well, he all my ghost pens are burning this place to the ground. So. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to haunt their chimney. <laughs> Clogs. I guess you don't get that contract. <laughs> nope. No. Well, there's not going to be more cl- clean chimney sweeps in the city. I can say that. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm really enjoying this campaign setting because it, it has so much variety to it. We've had um, 
uh, one episode where it was kind of um, like a mystery and then you get captured and have to escape. Then we had a game that was mostly character interaction with a really emotional ending to it. Mm -hmm. And tonight we got into straight up horror. Yep. Yes. It's good stuff. My character is freaking out so hard. I think... So hard. The only one that's probably not freaking out is probably Brother Benedict. Because he's too stupid to figure out what's going on. (laughs) (laughs) Just kind of going with the flow and... He's just like... Must get women. <laughs> yeah. he, he's got a very single-minded objective. I'm yes. not freaking out in the slightest. <laughs> I mean, that whole last scene with the in with the mirror and everything that was going on. Oh uh, yeah. When Grayson's invisible behind the table and watching what's happening, I can just imagine in the back of his mind, he's just like, "Just take it and get out of here. Just take take something and leave. Take it and leave. I don't want to see this. Take it and leave." Yeah, I I, I had to come up with some some kind of description that was horrific enough to keep you all just kind of frozen yeah. in place. Yeah, for yeah that was pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, that was really good. That was really uh-huh. good. That's what you get for having a snow day in the middle of the week. <laughs> <laughs> I, literally, I literally sat there and plotted out that whole scene during oh. the snow day. Oh. That was rough. Yeah. And it was great tying into other, like, other things that you guys were expecting because you're expecting some kind of small child to get sacrificed so i was able to play with that yeah because i I, you noticed that's what grayson did he went up to the small child and was trying to see if it was the girl what i was expecting you to do is to repeat the question because he kept saying lord you know my name and and play it off as the lord yeah a prayer uh, as a prayer (laughs) what what i was hoping you were going to do with that but Make it a little dark and creepy for the kid. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I was really trying to see if it was the girl. And if it was the girl, then I was going to try and do something to get, get her out of it. My first, that's what I looked up in the rule book. I was like, okay, I'm going to look for the opportunity. If it's the girl, I'm just going to just make her invisible and, and put my hand on her. Boom. Yeah. And just say, follow me. Get her out of there. Yeah. So, but then I kind of realized maybe this is not the girl. So that's when I was like, ah, gears. They can't have the gears. They can't <laughs> they do their the machine. Do yeah. their thing. That was smart. But you left a lot of them. Yeah, I mean. You didn't have a lot of time. I didn't have a lot of time, yeah. and from what just happened, well, I didn't want to spend more time. Also, I found, I found interesting that the um, his use of magic to be invisible wasn't detected until he touched the gears. Yeah. Hmm. And even though it was a failed role by Valentine, that sort of helped... <laughs> Grayson, right? Because it was like magic, and looked in the direction distraction. Yeah, yeah. That I actually, like, yeah. I was that, like, whoo! That actually saved your bacon. There. <laughs> yes. I hope you guys enjoyed the appearance of the fairies. Yes. Oh yes. Yeah. Something I enjoy. I I just took it to a whole I new like level. The, some of the fairy lore and the the darker fantasy stuff. And... Yeah, and like the one of the characters, the the woman covered in moss, actually harkened back to another character from a, a previous campaign that hmm. we had. Mm-hmm. It, it it kind of was a, a almost a callback, like a echoing of the theme of the uh, the person who's part vegetation. Yeah, which we alluded to by Jeff's character being stuck in a tree. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Again, those yeah. trees. They get you every time. Small spirits, great, 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 great grandmother. Yeah, yeah, but from the spooky side of the family. Yeah, no kidding. 
than the corpse getting eaten. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that was, that was horrific. Although impressive, the fact that he could eat the whole thing in one bite. Yeah. Brother Benedict really wishes he had that kind of <laughs> Yeah, that reminds me of a Scooby sandwich. <laughs> right, right, right. That's something that I'll, um, like Scooby-Doo would, would definitely aspire to. So let's go ahead and ask our standard questions here. We'll start with Johnny. What was one thing that stood out to you tonight, aside from dying? <laughs> aside from dying, um, like you said, the, uh, when the fact that the magic use was not detected until after he touched the gears. Yeah. Hmm. You know, it's like, as soon as he turned the gears invisible is when they detected that magic was being used. It wasn't the fact that there was magic already in the room. Well, there was a lot of magic being thrown around the room yeah. already. But, so. but the fact that that one stood out to them. Yeah, that was something that Grayson was aware of going in. It was like, from Brother Benning's description, kind of got that idea <coughs> that, oh, there's other magic users behind the scenes of this. So when he went into the building, was kind of watching for, I don't want to be anybody near anybody, even though I'm invisible, mm-hmm. I don't want to be near anybody who might be using magic because they might be able to see me Yeah, mm-hmm. if they're yeah. using magic. How about you, Jeff? What was something that stood out to you? When they brought out uh, Master Ambrose in Chains, I really wanted my character to just like, immediately like drop down out of the tree and bolt in and try to save him but you didn't give me an opportunity to do that you would have been dead just like me well, i would have but... man that would have been so if we had two characters die in one life mm. it was just messing with my character so much that he couldn't do anything yeah uh, also i don't fully understand the whole reaching around and driving his fingers into Master Ambrose's head and changing him into metal. So what happened was the way that I was envisioning it, the way that the fairies could exist in our world is by capturing the quicksilver of the mirror. Mm-hmm. So when he touched his head and then it surrounded it, he was basically engulfing possessing. Uh possession. It was a possession. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. That makes so more sense. Ambrose is not possessed by this. Or or more accurately, the fairy possesses Ambrose. So, Mike, what was one thing that stood out to you? The death. Yeah. Of a lot of role-playing games, I've seen some characters die, but I know it's not a very common thing, and I know GMs... Hate to do it. They hate to do yeah. it. They want to make that challenge, and it's kind of like we were just all saying earlier, because we were all victim of it tonight, just the rolls. Like, mm-hmm. come on, just one good roll. And it's like, mm-hmm. no. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's, like, I've seen campaigns before where characters basically should have died, but the GM had a heart. It's like, no, yeah. we'll just say you're I've even more that. incapacitated. I've seen the complete opposite where GM's like, I'm going to kill everybody. Yeah. You know? Seen yeah. that, too. I tried the Wookiee bar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, a, that, that's kind of like an introduction. <laughs> it's an introduction to death. <laughs> I, I, I try not to kill players, but... Also, I have to respect the dice at yes. certain levels. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, with the, the difference in rolls that w- happened with my death, it just there's no way I could have survived. I mean, what did you think about seeing the ghost of? Humphrey oh, Humphrey. that was I was kind of almost looking at my own futuristic death in a way. I'm like, <laughs> okay, I, I killed him last time, and his ghost is already back. Oh crap! Do you want to know a secret? Sure. The hair was from his head. The snuff box was from his pocket. The bullet was from his heart. <laughs> it explains why you summoned him then. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Nice. Hmm. Nice. 
and just that whole description of the whole deep of everything that was creepy yeah. i was like um i was like dear god i hope i don't have to like encounter this because i'm screwed because at first i really thought i was like okay maybe maybe there is a plan for all our deaths and this is just gonna be mine here <laughs> <laughs> i have no one's death plan well that that gives uh just some here woozy lord uh what's it yeah, yeah. it gives him another tie to the theater <clears throat> Why, yes. why he, why he yeah. was there. He right. Was, he was collecting those things to... Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah and as, as you can tell, like, this entire scenario was tightly tied to all of the characters in one way or another. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, it was tied to... Like, with the death of, of Toad, it was very tied to... Byram. Byram. And then, mm-hmm. you know, with, with Lord Ambrose being brought in, that was very much... He keep changing his title. Or, well, I'm sorry. Master. Brother. It, it, is, Master. it is currently five after midnight. Gentleman Ambrose. Master Ambrose. I have it written down. I'm just I'm not looking at it. But Master Ambrose, when he when he was brought in, that that immediately brought the stakes up for you. Oh, yeah. And then... Well, they were already in place for me because... It, he was it was, it was the whole horologist yeah. thing. With the gears yeah. and the yeah. building an automaton out of clock gears, mm-hmm. which was immediately intriguing. That's the automaton they're trying to build the body for the Fae. And then Mike, yeah, the ghost Maybe. of Ainsworth. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because, yes. And uh, Brother Benedict, he recognized the robes as the ones in the trunk. It's crazy. <laughs> yes. My uh, my monk master must have killed a Riemann priest in the past. That's amazing. That's why. That's the only reason I can think of him having those robes. So that, that's pretty impressive to, to kill a Riemann priest. I also find it interesting that Lord Dincham has a halfling child. Because that, yeah, that uh, th- there's only yeah. certain ways that can happen. Yeah, I'm like, really? Um, it's an interesting... And that also made me think, like, is it really Dincham's son? Or is it... Did, did he just, just raise, raise it? it? Right. Well, he did say that it looked very similar it to did, Dincham. It did, but with red hair. Yeah, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's his. If right. it's a fae, I mean... Now we're just trying to build theories. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's Which how, is what we do all the time in between campaigns. That's games. how I know I'm doing a good job, though, is that you guys <laughs> yeah. are thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And so one thing that you all would like to see in the next session... I guess, Johnny, you want a to see... A new character. character. <laughs> 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 I have to figure out what character I want to do now. <laughs> all right, well... You know how to send me a yep. campaign mastercraft and a character sheet. Yep. Uh, Jeff, what is one thing that you would like to see in the next session? Uh, everything that I wanted to see in this session was just thrown out the window and just ignored. I was like, <laughs> oh, no, I don't have an opportunity to do anything. <laughs> You're dead. You saw it. You just couldn't change it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. I was like, no. Nah. Actually, if it were throwing out the window, you probably could have done something. Yeah, <laughs> How about you, Mike? Is there is there something that you want to see in the next session? Figure out what, you know, what the ghost is going to do here. Because it's, it was kind of just surreal, like, that the ghost is already back. And obviously, I know I'm, I'm involved in the, in the picture of this ghost. Because I'm the reason why he's a ghost. <laughs> And you've also been told that they know. Yes, and what uh, mm-hmm. good old Templeton may be plotting for me. Yeah, so, you know, in a way I'd like to see if I can get to, down to the bottom of his plot of trying to uh, eliminate me. So, going back to the thing about theories, Templeton knows 
That makes me wonder, is this the first time that they've summoned that ghost? Probably not. Probably yeah. not. That's probably how they know. Yeah. Maybe we can find a way and summon back your ghost. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, we can play this game as well. Hmm. Our ghost against your ghost. Seriously, I should hold on to this character. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't hurt. I mean, Aaron, what's one thing that you would like to see? I want to see more of the Fae. I enjoyed a lot of the, uh, the combat. Busting some heads. Yeah. That's one thing that stood out was when Brother Benedict just went Rafiki on the <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> we're all like, what? When we, were, when we were actually making his character, um, Aaron came over to my house and we just started watching video after YouTube video of Longstaff fighting. Yeah, it's... And it was like, it was really intense. Pretty sick. Yeah. So, <laughs> Yeah, and honestly, I felt like tonight tonight was a good night to turn things on their head, you know, and and go from like one step well, beyond weird. That that sort of happened with Toad last. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. but I, I mean, it, it felt like literally, literally. literally. <laughs> <laughs> but I felt like it was honestly a good opportunity to to push the envelope a little bit further with mm -hmm. the, with the development of the characters. So. Mm -hmm. Um, and how about you, Jeremy? What's one thing that you'd like to see next session? Um, it's going to sound a little bit odd, but in the last commentary episode, you, I sort of mentioned that I'm going to have to figure out how to play Grayson mad yeah. or angry or distraught or whatever. And so I kind of figured out how I would like to do that. So I would like to see, it's going to sound odd, more of Grayson sort of at friction with the rest of the group. Okay. Okay. <laughs> now he has another reason as well. When he, this is part of the, how we created the characters. When he comes back, he's going to find out that Byram is dead. Mm -hmm. He thought Byram was his cousin. <clears throat> yeah. Right. Oh. Right. <laughs> Forgot about that. Yeah. So on the same night that he loses, that he thinks is now his sort of relationship with Haley is going to be complicated because one of his associates uh -huh. killed her brother. He also loses his cousin. Yeah. Mm. Mm hmm. Mm. Mm. <clears throat> this is going to be... Hmm. Jeremy, we might have to work on my new character together. Uh, brother Benedict yeah. is like the only one that knows and uh, Valentine are the only ones that know that oh, I'm dead. Byron Byron right. dead. Yeah. Valentine's the only one that uh, yeah. Benedict told. Yeah. Which then... And no one was there except for Benedict. Ooh, yeah. Make a note of that on your character sheet. Ooh. Um, How bad would that be if it was Valentine that came up to him and told him that Byron was dead? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, by the way, Valentine may be dead. <laughs> while, yeah, while we're sure. running along, um, your cousin died. <laughs> yeah. And we kind of know that you know, what a warm, sentimental guy uh, Valentine truly is. <laughs> warm and sentimental is. Oh, yeah. Or you can, you should ask Brother Benedict what happened I'll be like, cousin. Brother Benedict, here, why don't you relay the information? <laughs> but, yeah, just since we're talking about it, how Grayson has decided he's going to deal with the first series of tragic events. He doesn't know about the second, the second one. Yeah, he's going to get sidewalks. Um, yeah. Man, this is going to... I may have to think again in between sessions how this is going to change him even more. But um, saying that he's going to sort of internalize everything. And 
he already had the idea in his head that he is better than anybody else in the group. Better than any of the other common people in the city. Mm-hmm. That he's cream I mean, of the crop. Yeah, I'm I'm better than these guys. Yeah. So he's going to internalize everything and try and do things his own way. So I sort of mentioned in between episodes, yeah, the rest of the party may never see Grayson again on the premises. You, he just probably is going to do what he needs to do and then just leave when he feels like he needs to leave. Yeah. Which he did. Yeah. Which I also find funny is that when they were taking the carriage and leaving, they didn't even look for you. That's another interesting thing. And it, yeah, I, I don't know how it, I don't know if it's metagaming or if it's just... Just the the intensity of the situation. Yeah. Grayson, and I don't know if, Aaron, you know this, Grayson is not trying to let anybody else know that he knows how to use magic. Oh. That's why he's always behind everybody. Oh. I was unaware of that. Yeah. That is... So, there's been three or four different times now that Grayson has just decided, I'm invisible. And the rest of the group doesn't even look for him. Right. (laughs) It's, It's like, where is he? I just don't think anything about it myself. Like, Byron just like, eh, whatever. Yeah, so that gives you something for your very Captain Obvious character to try and poke around at if you want to. But it all, the only thing that's obvious to him is Grayson's not there. Exactly. Yeah. As stated like, in the hey, previous session, where no, Grayson, go? No, no Grayson here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but also I think like they didn't look for you because of the heat of the moment. Yeah, that's oh, what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just the yeah. heat of the moment. It's just uh, the first well, one was when we were trying to escape from the, the dungeon. And it's like, oh, okay, this is the heat of the moment. We need to find our stuff and get out. Yeah. So they weren't busy. I was mm-hmm. like, is everybody here? Yeah. I was planning on having a short interaction with Brother Benedict and Valentine as we were driving away saying, hey, did you see what happened to Grayson? Or, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Or the other two? <laughs> yeah. What happened to, to Byram? Didn't get a chance. Yeah. So, my fault. It'll happen next time. <laughs> All right. How about we award some points? Jordan is going to be generous tonight. He's going to give out 15 points. <laughs> oh, Yay, I'm a llama again. Oh. <laughs> 15 each? 15 each. But remember, I do get that one extra because you yes. compelled me to. Yes. 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 I thought that worked pretty well to compel you to. Yeah. Yeah. Throwing in a little bit of fate into Ming Six. If, if, you, if you haven't noticed, fate is pretty baked into my role playing yeah. style. That and like Apocalypse World is a real big influence on how I do things. Apocalypse World is all about asking questions of the players, yeah. and and I do that a lot. I I feel like I it gives more creativity and more synergy to the overall experience. Okay, so next uh, next thing we're going to talk about. Sorry, John, you're out at this one. But who advanced their character the most? I mean, he advanced from life to death. I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> would that be? Would that be? He moved to the other side. Or would that be a step in the wrong direction? It's a step. So here's my question: if, any, if I get any of the extra bonus points from this session, would my new character get those points? The the bonus points they would get. Yes. Okay. Uh, all right. Advancement of the character. There was there was some good ones. This is mostly because of the dice roll, uh-huh. but we just got to see how B.A. Uh, Benedict is with yeah. his staff. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> a bit of a dunce, but... <laughs> <laughs> well, but we also got to see how Demetrius has a very low boiling point mm-hmm. as well, which is a bit of an advancement in the character in terms right. of role-playing. Right. Well, yeah, and I kind of created him that way. He's just very, like, dour and gloomy and... 
doesn't like things. He doesn't like that don't go according to <laughs> he plan. He doesn't like when things mess up. You seem like a Walter Matthau grumpy old man kind of <laughs> Kinda. So, yeah, his boiling point would be pretty low. <laughs> and there was also Valentine's revelation that... Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. The, the ghost. ghost of Christmas past is coming back. I don't know. That's. I think everyone had some good ones, but I, th- I do think Demetrius had a, a number between Master Ambrose being possessed by a fairy, the, the low boiling point, the character development. Yeah. And, and, that, and actually laying eyes on the gears themselves. Right. Right. Yeah. Jeff, go ahead and take a point. He <laughs> put his... Card in his crown royal. I wasn't right. expecting to get in there. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, the next that one. That makes it even better. Who who had the best role playing? There wasn't a whole there wasn't lot. There wasn't a whole lot. Yeah. Yeah. It was more of observing. And just trying to not die. <laughs> I mean, there I mean, was role playing. Rolls. There yeah. was a lot of dice roll. The role playing was, was the brief interaction with Brother Benedict and the guards before. They started fighting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Where'd you come from? The there river. was the brief interaction of uh, Brother Benedict and Valentine meeting back up, saying what happened, and the brief interaction of Grayson with the small kid. Mm. Yeah. I mean that that was that pretty was, much the the only yeah. interactions there were. This was really a this was a tough one. Right? Dice rolls and well, dice plot rolls. reveals. Dice yeah. rolls de- definitely eliminate Johnny. <laughs> I okay. had the best I did the best at rolling the worst mm-hmm. Valentine had some really good dice rolls or with a like he was he never failed well, his stealth rolls yeah and he also Thankfully, got a yeah. good shot off so Wait, did Demetrius yes. Demetrius had really yeah. good dice rolls too mm-hmm. yeah I mean, first there was lot picking <laughs> stealth all the way yeah between yeah. lot picking stealth and this uh, and then the guards yeah, yeah. and then yeah. Well, and then once Grayson goes invisible, his stealth rolls are just ridiculous. Right, so yes. Yeah. Right. It's like I was rolling <laughs> 30s. Because <don't> and... <laughs> you can roll a 1 on your wallet and still get 23. I, that, that, I still like that we pointed that out with the roll, where actually that last roll, the rolling the 1 on the wild die helped me out because yeah. I didn't want to be too stealthy. Yeah. <laughs> also, um, with the fairy, you rolled like a 33 to, to steal the cog. Yeah. Mm. To not have been noticed by him as role would have been forty. Man, because that's like beyond heroic. Yeah, because I mean, thirty three is heroic. Yeah, because yeah. it goes right. just thirty one plus. Yeah, uh, but he he was soaked in to the skin and magic. Yeah, yeah. So right. so you have to roll superhero level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I can do it. Sure, no, 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 no. <laughs> no. <laughs> With my highest die roll being forty, that one kind of is a wash for tonight, don't you think? If yeah. I, I mean, if I had to choose, I, I would pick Aaron with that two-minute thing right before the, the <laughs> fighting with the guards, where he climbed out of the tree and was just trying. Didn't to bluff didn't him. think it. Well, I don't think he was really trying to bluff him. I just no, think he was trying to be uh, truthful. I was scared. Well, of he was his trying dog. to bluff him in the fact that he was supposed to be there. I don't even think but, I ever said that. It no, was, you didn't, where'd you come from? I came from the river. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're not supposed to be at the river. I mean, I'm, I'm clearly, I didn't belong dressed in black with uh, <laughs> charcoal, bl- charcoal all over my face. So, If you hadn't have said that you came from the river, you might have got away with that the dog Maybe. just chased you all the way out there. But Possibly, but... It's Brother Benedict. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My, my first thought for a story for you when you came out to me is like, you know, the dog chased me. I just come out to take leak. 
again, but Brother yes. Benedict's not that bright. <laughs> Maybe the other thing could have been, I just came out of the tree. What do you think I came out of? <laughs> <laughs> I magically stepped out of the tree. <laughs> yeah, we'll go ahead and give you a point for that. Benedict will take that point. The best snack. It's got to be that lemon meringue. I agree. I think Johnny deliberately tries to win that every time. <laughs> That's right, I do. <laughs> Go ahead and take a point. All right. One extra character point for my next character. At least so you start starting off with five and start off with six. At least you get to start with that. That's yeah. right. Well, I think that pretty much sums everything up. We had a, I, it was an abbreviated session, but it was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And, and a lot of story. one thing that we didn't talk about, but I'll just leave for the mystery is why Grayson put mm-hmm. one of the gears in Cyril's pocket. Yeah. Think about that. I have, I have been thought several some. different ideas. <laughs> I remember. And on that note, we'll just wish you a very happy farewell. Thank you for listening to Bone Thrower's Theater. Our cast is Aaron, Jeff. Jeremy, Johnny, Mike, and Jordan. We are releasing this podcast under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, 3.0, unported license. That means that you can share the podcast, but please do not modify it or try to gain financially from it. If you would like to visit our website, you can do so at bonethrowerstheater.com. If you would like to send us an email, you can do so at bonethrowerstheater at gmail.com. Our Twitter handle is at Theater, and also you can look us up on Facebook and Google+. Podcast art was supplied by Laura Tress and is used with her permission. And until next time, may the bones fall ever in your favor. This has been a Nerd Circle podcast production. <laughs>